heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kieran Podcast, your audio airbridge to the Cook Islands, and a show about what you will find and what you will not find in the Cook Islands. And here are your hosts, Chantal and Hayden. Kiarana, Chantal, how are you doing today? Kiarana, Hayden. Kiarana, everyone from Rarotonga. My name is Chantal Napa. Uh, thank you for joining our podcast discussion today. Um, our show aims to bring you a collective perspective of our country in the Cook Islands and introduce you to many local people along the way, <laughs> such as Alex Beddoes sitting next to me today. Everybody, that's our guest. Kiarana, Alex, welcome to Kiarana Podcast. Uh, Kiarana, Chantal, thanks very much for having me on. Oh, you're very welcome. And I also want to do a quick shout out to a couple of countries that have been listening in. We have our first listener from Malta, which is off the coast of Italy. So another island nation listening in. Malta. 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 Do you know what? What goes through my visual memory, everyone of Malta, is Miss Universe, the beautiful Miss Universe walking with the Malta sash on her. I have never made it to that country before. I hope to sincerely go there one day. Kia ora to you, Malta. Yeah, thank you, Malta. Also, again, thank you, French Polynesia. You keep listening in. Also, had a couple listens in from Switzerland and Germany. So northern, or I would say more eastern European, along with Ukraine, Japan, and Canada. Thank you all for tuning into the Kirana podcast. We really appreciate it. Oh, Japan's listening again. Thank you. Konnichiwa, Japan. Alex, what do they say in um, Canada? Just be hi, eh? In Canada? I don't know, a Canadian hello. I think it's know? just hi. <laughs> just hi. Right? And a. Polynesia again, Yorana. Um, I heard Switzerland and Germany in there. Yeah, Switzerland has about six different languages. Depends which part oh, of Switzerland you're in. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It could be Swiss French, Swiss Italian, Swiss German. It depends on what part of what's when you're listening into. So thank you for everybody. That's going to be my homework to get a list of all the greetings. There we go. I like that. Yeah, it's going to be my homework before next week. Get a list of all the greetings for the um, about 38 countries now listening. Eh? So yeah. I have to check the official list, but it's getting up there. It's cool. pretty awesome. Cool. Thank you, everyone. It's a beautiful day in Maratonga today. So Alex and I are looking at. Beautiful palm coconut trees, of course. Um, our mountains, we've got, because we're in October, end of October, everyone, it's going into our summer. So, Alex, do you notice how the flowers change when it goes into summer? So the French honey start coming out, the um, hibiscuses, kulti over there start coming out, and then um, the food on the trees is different too, Alex, in summer and winter So because um, we eat here seasonally seasonally right now 
Alex has arrived to my little office at Chantal's Concierge, and he is a sprinter. So you're 25 years old, Alex? Yes, yeah. Yeah. 25 this year. And in the notes that I was looking at, everyone, Alex went, was it your first games in 2013, which would have made you 18 years old? Uh, first games is in... Because there was 2013, that was your debut, and then 2016 was the games. Oh, I think it might have been 2014, Commonwealth Games. That was my first uh, international debut. For so the, 19, because that's six years ago, eh? Yeah, yeah I, was, I was 19. Young! Yeah, very young. Um, yeah, that was in Glasgow, Scotland. Um, that was kind of my first real big trip away from... Glasgow, um, Scotland. Mm. 19 years old, everyone, and he's in Glasgow, Scotland. So what From- games are we talking about here? Because I know it's not the Olympic Games because we haven't had the Olympics yet in Glasgow. This last I checked. Uh, yeah, it'd be, it's the Commonwealth Games. Um, so basically all the colonies of, um, of the UK um, basically take part. Um, it's a smaller number than the World Championships and Olympics. Um, but in the com- on the Commonwealth, it's quite big. Cool. <clears throat> That's very cool. And um, thank you for explaining that, Alex, because, you know, we have countries like Hayden listening in who um, wouldn't know, know what the Commonwealth game is and it's the Commonwealth countries and, you know, and then you went yeah. up there to sprint. Yeah, I think outside of the Commonwealth, it's actually not, to my knowledge, not well, not that well known. I, I think especially if you're like from like America or like mm. any of the other yeah. kind of yeah big countries yeah. that are outside the Commonwealth. That's right. Um, but yeah. And then, so you had your coach up there with you, and you're 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 new to sprinting, aren't you? Uh, yes, at that stage, I was very yeah, I was very new to it. I think I only started, only took up athletics probably when I was about sixteen years old. So at that point, I'd only started running about two and a half yeah two and a half years prior to that. Um, so I was yeah, I was very very new to it. Um, we're, we're building your um, story for everyone, Alex. That's what we're doing. So you're, you're sixteen. You kind of switch coach to sprinting because you mm. were a rugby guy. You were um, t- was it tennis as well? Yeah, it was it was mainly tennis, and I played yeah I played tennis in the summer and rugby in the winter. Um, so you're 16. You sort of a coach approaches you and said, "Hey, do you want to have a go at sprinting?" Yeah, <laughs> um, I ran in the school. I ran in the school sports, and um, in our school sports, we have like these events called the non-champs, which is kind of the events people just do for fun and I just happened to run in the 800 there and apparently the time was actually quite fast so um, my high school coach at the time who would go on to become my coach at the time James List um, approached me and asked if I'd kind of get more seriously involved in athletics Um, and then from there we kind of just started training more and we did things like the uh, New Zealand secondary schools athletics champs that year and just kind of everything. So I was trying to just build that sort of image for everybody that um, you're at school in New Zealand, Alex, right? And yep. um, yesterday you were telling me the name of that school. Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. Thank you. And it just lets everyone know, okay, so this is a young Cook Island man who, um, you know, is at school at the, at this time at Sacred Heart in New Zealand. He gets... Um, noticed i would say noticed you know for what you have for your sprinting then you spend three years and you go up to there and then basically in 2016 
is it your same coach that is with you at the Olympic Games? No, so I switched. I switched, switched coaches. Um, so my high school ca- coach, James, uh, I think I left. We I sw- switched from him over to another coach called Keith Roberts. Um, and I think that was just after the Commonwealth Games in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so yeah, I went to the Olympic Games with with a different coach. Yes, yeah, and you, so you're getting all this mentorship as well, eh? You know, you, you know, gathering all this mentorship. So the um, Olympic Games we're talking about now, 2016, yes. right? Uh, because when I think about it, okay, I've got to think about it, everyone. I don't think I know an Olympic, you know, like a friend or a person who has participated. So, yay, I've met an Olympian now, everybody, who's, who's attended, you know, and actually participated, participated inside the Olympics. Uh, that would have been huge because now you're two years, say, 21, because that's four years ago. Yes, yep. You know, so you're 21. Are we right, everybody, with our numbers? Yeah, I think I'll try and remember because yeah, I did. I had my twenty first that year. I think I was twenty um, during the games and turned twenty one just after it. But yeah, still yeah, really really cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what city, country was that in, please? Uh, that was in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. <gasps> oh gosh! So he's gone from Scotland, Glasgow, everybody, for those games, and now he's in Rio de Janeiro. What a contrast again of latitudes. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, just all the places you get to go to and see when you're competing. It's yeah, it's really, really cool. And uh, with our Cook Islands, say at the Olympics, Alex, um, we would have a really small team, wouldn't we? Uh, we did. I think we only had about nine athletes in total. Um, there was me and Patricia for athletics. Um, Louisa was there for weightlifting. We had a couple of sailors, um, Te Ao, uh, Toa, and Helima. Um, yeah. And we also had a couple of swimmers, swimmers so as well. It's a really small, tight team. Yeah. You know, and you're representing a very small nation as well. And so, I mean, yeah, congr- you know, that's that's pretty cool. So the, the next Olympics, because we had these ones that were cancelled this year, yep. the international ones, so the Cook Islands decided to have their own games. And you've been very integral in that. Um, you ran in the 200, the 400, the 800. Was it 1500 as well? No, I didn't actually run my kind of specialty events. Um, I just ran the 200, the 400, and the 4 by one relay and 4 by 4 So I just ran those four. But yep. I stayed away from my normal kind of distance events. I just ran those four, everyone. <laughs> I mean, I could only probably do one. I just ran those four. <laughs> I hated. <laughs> I just ran those four events. <laughs> luckily, luckily the sprints is a bit shorter than what I'd normally do, so it didn't seem too bad. <laughs> and how did you go with that at our Cook Islands Games? Can you just sort of paint the picture for everybody listening, um, being somebody who was involved in it, being somebody who participated in it? Um, let's let everybody know how it came about because the World Games was sort of cancelled, so the Cook Islands decided to have their own. We're talking proper medals, everybody. The Cook Islands just finished two weeks of, you know, the the silver, the gold, the bronze, um, 24 codes, right? And uh, throughout this as well, Alex is also mentoring youth who participated in the Games 
and participating himself, right? So he's helping young children as well. That's what I noticed. What I noticed through the game was that you were also mentoring young ones too about how they were going to um, even sprint, like my kids, you know, training, going through training as well, helping them. Yeah, I had, um, I think in the games, there was a, yeah, there's a few kids that I've been coaching um, in the afternoons up at the stadium. So when they were competing in the games, I was just walking over to them and just kind of helping them helping them out, trying yeah. to calm them down. And you remember your training, remember your start blocks, yeah. remember this, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're looking up to you. You know that, eh? They're looking up to you like, cool. You know, I'm I, I'm gonna I hope I can be this kid. You know, this sorry. They're looking up to you. These kids are looking up to you and going. You know, this is Alex Beddoes, like, he, you know, kind of Sprint King, Cook Islands. I hope that I – you give the children something to, like, aim for, like a goal is what I mean. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I suppose that's pretty good. I kind of don't look at myself as a role model, though. I don't feel like much of a role model. But, um, but yeah, I just try and help out where I can. Well, remember what you said to me, I think, yesterday and a couple of times we've chatted before. Um, not a lot of local people, Alex, had seen you run on home, name, home ground here so we got to see you who is someone who's represented our small country overseas run at home that's inspiring okay yeah. sorry you gotta own it you're 25 <laughs> you've got to own it for the you know you keep doing what you're doing with your athletics and with your sprinting um you're a role model yeah that was um that was actually a really good kind of i really enjoyed running um on home soil <laughs> I, get, uh, I think I've only run I've only run one race before, and that was back in 2014. Um, it was the Oceania Champs that they had here, and I think that's the only other time I've actually raced. Yeah, because what Alex is telling you all, everyone, is that you know his parents are Cook Islanders, but Alex spends the majority of his time training overseas. So that's what he means by no one really at home has seen him run, right? So he's training overseas now. Um, we've talked about youth, fantastic. We've talked about our games. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your dad, uh, Damien, and I'll tell you why. Because when I saw your name, Alex, because I got introduced to you through Ruth Marvin, and then you said, hi, I'm Alex Beddoes, and then I'm like, it's just, I know that's a famous name somehow. I did look at you, eh, and I was like, I know that name, but I know it's not you. I think it's your dad. I think yeah. it's your dad I'm thinking of, right? And then... Um, you're like, yes, that's my father, Damien. And then I go, didn't he have this really cool show on television? See, I'm going back 10 years or eight years or nine years. He had a sports show. Yeah, he did. It was called Breathe. Um, <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because they used to interview people with um, with like a spoon and like or a knife and fork. So <laughs> each, there was I think two or three of them um, that were doing the interviews and like I used to watch it every yeah, yeah. his dad with the, interviewing with a phone or a sport yeah or oh, a sports sports show right you know and that's I'm looking at this kid when I got introduced to him everyone I'm going are you Damien Beto's son right then I start laughing because I remember his father with this um, sport it's still sports right so please keep going yeah I think I think my dad had the fork so it'd be really funny you'd see like him giving an interview on TV and you just see this little fork sticking at the bottom of the screen, like just underneath. <laughs> it kind of just, yeah, took the kind of seriousness out of it, but I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, and you would have been young watching, you know, A, watching a sport topic that your father obviously loves, um, and then B, seeing this humorous, you know, humorous side to your family. Thank you. And then I 
was reading in the newspaper, Alex, about your mother. She's got Mo'okin bloodline roots, doesn't she? Because she represented Mo'okin in the Cook Islands Games. Yes, yeah, yeah. A, whole, yeah a whole family did. Um, so that comes from, it's on my mum's, on my grandmother's side of my mum's family. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where the kind of And so your mum, Paulina, got the name right, eh? Mo'oke. Mo'oke is another island, everybody. Um, it's about a 45-minute flight away on those little small planes away. So that's the island that Alex's family, his mum, um, they represented for the games, the 2020 games, because Mo'oke actually won the whole – how do you explain it, Alex? Not the most medals, but you won the overall in the 2020 games, eh? Yeah. Mo'oke did. Our island won the overall title. Um so everyone was super, super hyped. Um, I didn't actually think that we'd win it, but that was, yeah, it was really, really cool that we did. Yeah, more than, I'm reading, I'm looking at a newspaper um, headline here, everyone, from Cook Island News for the sports section. More than 300 people are expected to attend Team Mauke's Cook Islands Games victory celebration this weekend. Uh, there's a picture there of Alex Beddoes with his dad, Damien. They've got the big... Um, Trophy, yeah, is that yeah. what you call it, the overall trophy, and it's um, it went to Mokia. Mokia won medals in all 21 sports they contested in, but the bulk of their success came in athletics with 2016 Olympian Alex Beddoes among the star performers. Cool, very cool, right? Okay, so you know what? Thank you so much. Right, this is the first podcast that we've had with you, Alex. I'm going to be following you and I'm going to be contacting you overseas and saying, can we please follow up with you, see how you're going and interview again so that everybody can hear. That'd be great. I look forward to it. And Chantal, before we, before we finish up, I believe, if I don't know it right, doesn't Alex hold a few records in the Cook Islands as well? Oh, yes. That's right, because we're reading our notes. Thank you, Hayden, for bringing me back to that. Could you please explain to us a little bit about your records? This is him being really interested. See, this is because this is something that Hayden likes, a topic. So he's like, oh, no, I don't want to finish this now. I wanna, <laughs> this is, it's a guy thing. It's a sport thing, right? So he would like you to talk about the records, please. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, Hayden, um, I got – so I broke the 200-meter record um, in the recent games, which is very unexpected. Um, so in total now, I've actually got – I've got the 200-meter record, the 400, 800 – and 1500 as well as I'm in both of the relay teams um, that have now broke both of the relay records as well. Um, so I was going to have a cheeky word to Mark Schoen because he's got the 100, the 100, and I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm coming for you. I was going to say something like that to him. But. Oh, I was, he's got such a great sense of humor. Yeah, I was going to say, because is it the 100 so kind of the Alex. gold standard of sprinting? Like that's like, that is the sprint of all sprints if I of the games if I'm not mistaken yeah that's right yeah when it comes to the 100 everyone loves to come and watch it and video it if they know like a fast time's going to be on or someone's going to do something quick um yeah it's like one of the blue ribbon events of the games cool that's do you awesome wanna, you want to mention times in this interview in this conversation uh yeah I can is that please, times for please, please for the you know the um 200 and just the events, please. Yeah. So in the 200, um, the previous record was 22.4 seconds. Um, and I actually didn't realize it, but I broke that in the heat. Um, before the final, I ran like 22.42. So I only just got it. 
And then in the final, I lowered it again to like 22.1. Um, but the reason it's kind of a bit of a shock is because I'm not a sprinter, really. Um, I'm a distance runner. So my specialty is in the 800 and 1500 meters. So it's kind of, it's really unusual for like, for some like a distance runner to step down, especially two distances. Um, but I figured I'd just do that for the games just to have some fun and kind of have a crack and see what happens. <laughs> um, but it ends up being, being really, really cool. There was a lot of people um, that came to watch the 200. I don't think I've ever seen a stadium that packed and the amount of people that were just around the outside, like coming to the rails just to come and watch, it got me really, really hyped and yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. Um, I just think I've said this before in different podcasts, but it's just really great to see in this pandemic environment where 180 something countries have COVID France is going on lockdown tomorrow, United States. Well, we know where we are and to see the cook islands be COVID free and to leverage that, to really utilize the fact that you actually can gather in crowds. You can gather without masks on while we're in a whole different, no pun intended stadium in this arena. Yes. Yeah, so true. Um, I actually sent a, a, a video of, I did like a pan video just showing the whole crowd and I sent it because my training squad is based in Melbourne um, in Melbourne, Australia. And I'm not too sure if you know, but with it's probably the worst affected state, Victoria, um, that they're in at the moment. Yes. And I said that to them when they were still on lockdown and they were like, oh, just don't rub it in. Because <laughs> yeah. it was, I think for the opening ceremony, there was yeah, at least like three, three, four hundred, probably more. Um, athletes that were all just crammed in together like just um, in front of the in front of the stadium wow um, so yeah in a time like this when social distancing is a thing and yeah. yeah it's almost like we're kind of still we were kind of celebrating as well that we didn't have to yeah yeah you know we, we were just like wow we don't have to we can we were celebrating that we didn't have to I don't know if that makes sense, you know, because we, we've been very mindful throughout all of this, everyone. It's not that we haven't, but with these games, we were kind of celebrating our humanity of we're a small little place in the middle of nowhere, COVID-free. We can, um, you know, congregate. Like, let's yeah. celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's a triumph of what you have done. I mean, it's the Cook Islands took, you know, drastic steps in different parts of Australia and different areas. I know North uh, uh, Sydney took a lot of steps as well, along with Melbourne, but it's a testament to what the Cook Islands have done to limit the travel into the Island. And as a result, you're allowed to gather and it's a testament. So I I'm with the Melbourne fans because I'm the same way where you can't gather in groups up yeah. here in America. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, I know everyone. I mean, we were able to pull off an event that no other country in the world has been able to do at this large scale and at this time. So Yeah, I hope you make it back to the games next year. I think uh, they are going to run the games in 2021 from what I'm hearing, so hopefully you get to make it back. I think it's 21, Hayden, or two. I think it's two years' time. Uh. Yeah, I think it's 2022. I think it's 2022, okay. Hayden. Um, gotcha. They, they were they did want to do it every year, um, and then I think they kind of changed it to be every two years. Oh, I was thinking about the actual like the Rio 2016 to 2020 Summer Olympic oh. Games. Oh yes, yes, the big games. Um, 
the big one right, out, yeah, the, the big one out outside of the uh, outside of the Cook Islands, the, the, yeah, big, yeah. the big the big ones. So no, I hope you do get to back there if they do actually run it, and we'll see what happens. So yeah, yeah, I hope they at at the moment they've kind of said that it's the games are still on, but I kind of think that it's on the knife edge in terms of the Tokyo Olympic Games. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's I guess it's going to be one of those things where we won't know until kind of closer to the time, I guess. <laughs> everything is a month by month day by day week by week scenario so i know they you know they, they plan for so much for 10 years out that of course they don't want to cancel again but in safety reasons i get it so it'll probably be run without the americans <laughs> yeah <laughs> hayden's enjoying this everyone right so, because you know in a way hayden's in america and he's always vigilant about um his safety and others safety and masks and um, so for Hayden, he's talking, he's getting to chat to a bloke, to a guy, right? Do you know what I mean, eh, Hayden? You know, because you, yeah, I don't want to go into the negatives. You know, Hayden can't go to dinner with friends. Hayden can't have coffee with friends. Hayden can't, nine months of this. Whereabouts in the whereabouts in the States? I know it's Savannah, Georgia. So basically, if you want to take, you know, we had the Olympic Games 96 in Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm, yes, about, I'm about three hours southeast of Atlanta in the state of Georgia. So yeah. yeah, it was, that's where I am located. So I'm on the Atlantic coast. Oh, so cool. out there on that side. No, yeah. Chantal, this is wonderful. Thank you for this great interview. Oh, it's Alex, man. You know, <laughs> thank you, Alex. Right. Thank you for allowing us um, into your life. Right. Oh, and and we'll be checking on you. And, and if you ever want to update us, then we'll just um, do another podcast. If you want to say, Hey, this is happening. Um, this is where Athletics Cook Islands is. Um, yeah, sure. Because this also reaches all the Cook Islanders who are living in Australia, all the Cook Islanders living overseas. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Thank words? you, Alex. Cool. No, I just wanted to say um, uh, and thank you for thanks very much for having me on. It's been, yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. Yay. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Hayden. Kia ora na kahite. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Kiona podcast. If you love the podcast as much as Chantal and myself love making these podcasts, we would love your financial support. We sadly cannot run this podcast on coconuts alone, and we would love some financial support to help make this an even greater success. If you feel compelled, head on over to kiranapodcast.com slash donate to donate. Have a fantastic day, and thank you so much for your continued support.